Welcome to Fred's Eurovision Reaction Podcast. I'm a Fulia. I'm a Wayne. And I'm a Kendall. Hey! We have a Eurovision newbie in the house. Yay! Welcome, Kendall. Thank you. It's good to be here. Welcome to the club. Absolutely. One of us. One One of us. You know what? I really feel like you guys are Europe and I'm Australia. (laughs) I'm here for the Aussie contingent. (laughs) Well, if that's the case, Kendall, I don't know what you're doing here this year then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not making the finals, it seems. No, no. Uh, Kendall, we just want to first off say congratulations yes. on your first ever experience of the Eurovision Song Contest. Yay! Thank you. How did you like it? I loved it. It was great. It was really, really <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, all, I mean, I'm a big fan of music in general, and it's really great to see all of the different eclectic and unique and diverse artists that are coming out of Europe. Um, and, you know, because I don't really listen to any, any music from those countries, really, mm. unless they make, you know, the top 40 kind of uh, internationally. But, yeah, so many talented people and yeah. so many cool songs. Songs, and I love to see a bit of metal in there. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's good. It's very. It was. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, so, as you are aware, unfortunately, due to the COVID nineteen pandemic, the twenty twenty Eurovision Song Contest had to be cancelled. Uh, but we were still able to watch all of the songs from the participating countries to celebrate the performers and their musical talents last year. Um, Netherlands was very amazing and awesome to put on a show just to just to showcase all of the amazing talent. Um, so with that, we are now going to get into the 2021 discussion. Yes. Oh yeah. Starting off with a uh, little mention that unfortunately <laughs> Montaigne did not make it through to no. the grand final this year. Rob. <laughs> Denied. <laughs> Rude. Uh, <laughs> Which means it is the first time since our invitation to compete that we have not performed at the grand final, oh, which is a bit sad. It is sad. But that's okay. Joel came through for us. Yeah. Came to voting. Represented nonetheless. Yes. yes we were still represented. <laughs> there was still a good day in there. Yes, yes there was. Um, so uh, to the main topic at hand, mm. 2021, you gave us an amazing performance. Thank you very much much Rotterdam we salute you yes. absolutely yes. absolutely uh, now just to start off I want to get a gauge of where uh, you are both sitting at the moment mm. uh, so if you will please give me one word to describe how you felt about the contest oh um, <laughs> joyful joyful yeah cool yeah a lot of good vibes <laughs> Wayne neon Neon. A lot of neon. Yeah. A lot of neon, a lot of flash. No, this one, I know, yeah, neon is how I summarize it in one word, but to elaborate with what I mean is that it felt a bit, it felt very Eurovision. Yes. So one of the main comments I had about the 2019 broadcast was that it was good. And, you know, we enjoyed it fully. We had a lot to talk about. Yes. When we were there, there was a a lot to, to dissect and discuss. But it, for me overall, it was a little underwhelming. Okay. This one was much better. Okay. This one felt like 
how Eurovision should feel. Yes. Yeah. There were no sort of stinkers this year <laughs> in my book. Whereas, you know, in 2019, we got a bit heated over some of the ones we didn't like, right? <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, we did. But I, no, but I have to say, it was joyful's the perfect word. Yes. It was uh, overall, you know, I was smiling a lot during mm, this yeah. this presentation and I thought the production was really good. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I think the musicians... Uh, up their game this year. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Definitely. Um, now, uh, with that, we will now jump into our overall first impressions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne, we'll start with you. What was your first impression of the grand final as a, just a general right. thought? Yeah. I thought it was a really well-produced um, show. I thought it was engaging all the way through. I loved the hosts. I thought that they were very spirited and energetic and because it's it's a tough gig yeah. right mm. and i can see now why as you sort of watch uh if you watch enough eurovision contests you realize that the number of hosts just seems to grow every <laughs> few really years yeah. <laughs> you just can't do it alone right yeah. you know you, you just can't do it alone but i thought it was great i thought the vibe of the venue i thought everyone was in the right spirit of it it felt like a party and that's what I want from Eurovision. That's my number one thing. Yep. And for me, that's what tells me if Eurovision has been a success or not, mm-hmm. is if it felt like a party. And this time it really did. I felt the camaraderie in the room. Um, not all of the competing musicians and bands and groups could be there this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they still felt incredibly included mm-hmm. in it. Like it didn't feel odd yeah. at all that they weren't physically in the arena. So, look, overall, it lives up to the reputation of Eurovision. So, yeah, my impressions my impressions of this year, I think it was just really nice to have it back. Yes. It was yes. Eurovision you were sadly missed last year. Definitely. I know other things were sort of happening and, you know, supplementary material was put out. I did not engage okay. at all <laughs> because this is what I want. I want, I want the concert, right? Yeah. Kendall, mm. your first time watching it live. Yeah. Your thoughts? Mm. Yeah, no. If, if, if this is like, you know, kind of the standard to that they've set for my first time, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, <laughs> it was a really, really great show, a super uh, wonderful spectacle. And you're right, the camaraderie was mm. so there in the room, like, you know, just you know, reacting to the fact that, you know, Iceland couldn't be there. Yeah. And, um, and then, uh, you know, <laughs> when some of the voting came through, so <laughs> yeah. uh, won't name any names just yet, but, um, you know, there was love and support there. Not, you know, like the, you know, they just all seem to be like really, really good people. All yeah. of these musicians, even though they're competing for something, yeah. um, that's, there's still a lovely kind of family kind mm. of atmosphere to it. Um, but yeah, I know I'm a sucker for a good live show and, uh, yeah, I think each and every act delivered. I wasn't, I don't think I was really disappointed by, by many. I mean, there were a few kind of middle of the range Mm. performers, I think not a huge amount of standouts, but the ones that did stand out really did make a mark, I think. And, uh, um, yeah. And I, I just, I love the way certain, certain acts use choreography on top of, beautiful voices on top of great beats on top of you know everything else so yeah no very good first impression from me amazing (laughs) yes i totally agree with the both of you it was just so nice to have it back yeah and to be able to see the performances live on stage and just the the glitz and the glamour of it all just the lights the camera movements and 
just the costumes. Mm. My goodness, some of those costumes are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and just the amazing array of talent and the variation of styles of music and their voices. Just, oh, that's Eurovision. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Good. I absolutely yeah. love it. And the fact that uh, a lot of the songs were also sung in their native languages mm-hmm. or in, just in a foreign language to us mm. yeah. that wasn't English. Mm. Um, most of them probably were in English, but yeah. the rest of them that weren't, um, they still sounded really good. Oh, yeah. And I am very pleased with that. And mm-hmm. uh, before we get into the main songs themselves, uh, I wanted to get some impressions of the interval acts. Right. Now, there wasn't too much going on in terms of interval acts this year. I, I believe they weren't really live. I think they were pre-recorded potentially. Mm. Uh, but in saying that, how did you enjoy the interval acts, Wayne? Yeah, look, it was a lovely throwback. Yeah. You know what I mean? And celebration of, of, of Europe and um, and dance music as well. But I love the rooftop performances. Yeah. Again, just lovely acknowledgements uh, of the past. Yeah. And look, I mean, there always has to be some padding because you're collecting votes and giving people time to vote. Exactly. So the interval acts and the interval skits and, and videos, whatever they um, put together, it's it's tough yeah. because you have to maintain that energy mm. and momentum. I mean, no one's going to you know tune out at this point because no. we're leading into the votes, but yeah. you still want your audience to be engaged. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thoroughly engaged throughout it. Yeah. Was it exceptional, outstanding stuff? Not really, I wouldn't say that. But again, it was suitable. Mm-hmm. I think it fit the tone of the show overall. Yep. Like everything was, I guess, seamless and it made sense. It was cohesive. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing felt out of place. So whilst for me, nothing was really, you know, standout-ish in terms of the interval acts. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it was appropriate and, and, and I found it enjoyable as well. I mean, I, I liked... Um, you know, um, titanium being performed there. Yeah. Like that was, mm. that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a great way to sort of really, um, kick it off. And again, Definitely. the, the acknowledgement of past, of past participants and winners, I think is always good because it gives you that sense of Eurovision is this community. Mm. Once you participate and especially if you win, you're a member for life. Definitely. Um, and I think anyone who comes back, I think it's a lovely acknowledgement mm. of it because Eurovision is daggy, but that's the fun of it, right? Yeah. And, you know, you're like, yes, this is the party that I was a part of. <laughs> for, for one year, I was the reigning king or queen of it. Yeah. And I yeah. think that that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of it? Kendall? Yeah, yeah. I kind of pretty much agree with everything you just said, um, especially as a, a Eurovision newbie. Mm. Uh, it's really cool for me to hear and see these performers from years past come back. And the fact that they still have some acts from the 60s and 70s that are able to get up yeah. do their thing and there's some pretty good songs too yeah. like you can you really can see why they all won mm. and you can see why they've been asked to come back yeah. and perform again like I, I did really enjoy the rooftop sequence the most I think yeah. that was really yeah. cool um, and yeah the yeah the titanium sequence and Afrojack uh, you know coming in as a as a local Dutch DJ uh, music producer for you know to do this epic performance with this epic video and this orchestra like that was I love I love when you know when or, like orchestral music gets mixed 
with like um, you know like dance music or, or pop music mm. like the way that it just it sounds really cool and really grand and yeah. just it was all very uplifting I think um, yeah I mean it wasn't as good as the main show I don't, I don't think but it went smoothly enough for me that I was like oh yeah this mm. is you know this this ties me over sufficiently yes while we're waiting for the voting to come through yeah so. yeah I agree um, the performances were definitely uh, well done uh, I agree with both of you. The rooftop sequence is probably my favorite part of that interval act. Um, just seeing Mans back up. <laughs> I feel like he's like one of my favorite songs that has won in the past. It's a good yeah. song. Uh, yeah, it's a really good song. Although they only give you like a snippet of the songs mm. in this interval act. Um, it's just nice to see them perform those songs again. Yeah. Um, Helena Paparizzo that came in as well with uh, her, winning, her winning song, from 2005 was such a throwback Mm. um just made me remember why she won in the first place um but yeah i definitely agree um it was all you know the flow of it all was really well done um it was nice to see uh afro jack representing the the dutch djs um in in the eurovision interval acts there and uh, i feel like for some reason i thought he wasn't dutch he was american i think yeah i said that that, as well i thought i thought so too yeah um but yeah no amazing amazing job um all right so with that Mm -hmm. we are now going to talk about our favorite performances, specifically mm. our top five. Yeah. And we may have some honorable mentions yeah. <laughs> because it was so hard to narrow it down. Yep. <laughs> um, let's start off with the newbie. Yes. Kendall. Oh, okay. What, who were your top five? Starting from number five. Okay. From yes. number five for me, um, I got to find it because I didn't write it all down in order. Okay. So number five, was Italy for me, mm-hmm. uh, Maniskin, um, the winners of Eurovision. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I do love my rock music and, um, yeah, they put on such a good show. I love that they were bringing the glam rock vibes. Their outfits were really cool. And just the energy that they were bringing during the performance was so awesome so um easily yeah i had to keep i had to they were definitely in my top 10 and then yeah they just squeezed into my uh my fifth position um number four for me uh um was uh switzerland um john's tears um yeah that was an incredibly beautiful song i loved it so much um just his voice was just Mm-hmm. amazing and I love the way he incorporated the the dance like little dancing kind of like the robotic like yeah. stuff in it as well it was just yeah absolutely beautiful um a little disappointed in win but um but yeah, a very good performance nonetheless uh number three for me was uh Belgium yeah, um, Belgium. Mm-hmm. I really liked them. I they were completely not Eurovision at all. <laughs> uh, at least that's the vibe I was getting from from you guys, the experts, <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and from the uh, the hosts. Um, but no, I thought it was a really cool song, something different, mixing it up a bit. Um, yeah, it's something I could see in my like you know Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. I reckon so. Um, Number three is Belgium for me. Number two um, has to go to Blind Channel, Finland. 
Um, the, <laughs> the new metal boys. Yeah. They were great. I love them. They were great. Linkin Park all the way, man. Like, that's exactly what they were bringing. Yeah. Uh, I, again, another song that I, I, I'll probably download because it was just, yeah, super, super awesome. Um, but my number one has to easily be Destiny. Malta was, was fire for me. Yeah. I, I love that song. Um, it was so much fun. I got a lot of Lizzo vibes off of it as well. Um, and the performance just in general was, was, was great. Really, really encapsulated. I don't know what, what Eurovision is kind of for me, I guess, just fun, energy, mm. happiness, good vibes all around. So, um, yes. Do you want my honorable mentions now or do you want, are we going to go around? Ah, yeah. Honorable mentions. Yes. Honorable mentions. Okay. So in no particular order, my honorable mentions, um, Iceland, uh, were really, really cool. I loved their kind of electro funk sound Mm -hmm. that they brought. So I have to give them a shout out. Uh, also don't, don't judge me, but, (laughs) (laughs) But Germany, I loved, I really liked Gendrick, um, <laughs> I Don't Feel Hate song. I was just, I love the ukulele. It was just so positive, the message behind it. He was cute. Um, he was very cute. I, the, the, the finger, like the hand. Yeah. It's just, you know, I don't know. It just, I just, it just got me. It charmed me. <laughs> what can I say? Uh, and then my last honorable mention has to go to uh, Netherlands. Uh, Jengu McCroy um, were really, really good. I loved the the like um, the Afro fusion dance yeah. uh, pop vibes that they were bringing, um, and like the mixed language. I love a lot of the songs that were mixed languages. I I found really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, and so the fact that they they brought that and it was just it was just really good. The one lyric they kept repeating, "Your rhythm is rebellion." I just thought that was a really cool line. Yeah. So yeah. So that that's 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 mine. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. And your top five, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It was difficult. There's some pretty strong mm. contenders here. And, you know, I probably, if I watch the broadcast again, I'll probably change it around, right? Yeah. But what, what I'm committing to at the moment at number five was Lithuania. Mm. And my note for this is, this is how you Eurovision. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was lots of fun. I agree. The energy was there. I thought the, also like, you know, choice of like costuming and things like that worked well with the. Um, ultra neon projection and mm, things like that. Mm-hmm. I hope there was some sort of warning before the broadcast about yeah. um, seizures. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I but I really liked it. I thought it, I thought it was really it was again it was fun. I'm, yeah. I'm here for a party. They gave me a party. Yeah, they, yeah. they were very yeah. Good. Very similarly was my number four position, which was Iceland. Yes. And um, <laughs> again, everything about this was fun. It was geeky. Mm. And their aesthetic reminded me of the awkward family photos. Yeah. Uh, you always see. Yes. Um, and also the sound was really good. Like oh. it was just a really great sounding mm-hmm. song. Mm. Um, I love them as a group, as a collective. I thought, yeah, everything about it was just gorgeous. Yeah. And yeah. again, very, very Eurovision. <laughs> Israel at number three for me. Now, it didn't rank very highly for, for a lot of people, but look. Israel know how to put on a good production, and they absolutely did. Mm. It was staged beautifully. The beat was fantastic. I'm not surprised that it was a taught performance. The choreography was really good. It was all in sync. Mm -hmm. So I did enjoy Israel's performance a lot. Um, Talking about party, I have to give number two position to Greece. Okay. Which I really enjoyed. I thought it was entertaining. Mm. I thought it was engaging and energetic as well. I'm like, the green screen was a bit tacky 
I mm. felt it felt like something you'd see in a made for TV 1980s 1990s movie yeah. but you know what it's Eurovision you're allowed to be tacky <laughs> yep. you know I thought the concept was really good but yep. I just think there was this wonderful energy about it as well my number one position, probably no surprises, was Malta. Um, everything about it was perfect. Yeah. I love Destiny's voice. I love the mm. visuals. Mm-hmm. I love the, the, the dance routine. I love how it all came together. It was really bright. It was fun. She delivered sass mm. and it was amazing. Yeah. The song also had a positive message. There's mm. quite a few songs here with really positive messages. And this was one of them. But it was delivered in... A non-preachy way. It was mm. very much an affirming song, I felt. Mm, yeah. There's a lot of affirmation there and delivered by a talented, beautiful and just incredible performer, I felt. So, mm. Malta, number one for me. Nice. How nice. about you, Fulia? Uh, oh, before I get to me, your honourable mention. Yeah, I still have to honour people. Yes, you do. I absolutely do. <laughs> Unless you don't want to. That's totally up to you. Well, look, I might be here for a while, but I did <laughs> narrow it. I did narrow it down. I really did like Norway mm-hmm. by Tick. I ad- actually adored the song. I thought the lyrics were beautiful. I loved the staging and costumes as well. I thought yeah. it was such a wonderful visual presentation. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it's, it's a song that I think I'll be listening to for a while yeah. as well. Also, we talked about positive messages before. Russia, for me, I thought was really yeah. good. I, I, again, it's, it's this you know, pro-feminism song, but it's... It's entertaining and it was so well delivered. That wonderful little costume reveal <laughs> that, that we begin um, with and then quite quite subtle afterwards. Um, I thought everything about it was actually quite brilliant. So, no, I, yeah. So, for me, Russia and Norway made my honorable mentions. I could probably mention a few more, but again, we'll feel like I might be here for a while. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all good. All right. So, uh, my top five, um, I'm the same with you. Number five, Lithuania. Mm. There was so much fun to watch. Uh, and, you know, they have the dance moves that you would see on TikTok trends. <laughs> um, they did last year with Blush with their uh, song for 2020, which I feel was their better song compared mm. to this one. Uh, but I still enjoyed it. Okay. Their bright yellow costumes mm. just shines positivity mm. just makes you smile and feel happy and i really really love that about them uh, my number four is russia <laughs> they that performance was so good and like you said a great message mm. to, to empower women just to mm. be be yourself be creative be strong and i just i love that about that performance um so russia is my number four uh, my number three, although didn't get very many votes, yeah. and I feel so bad for him, Spain. Yes. Blanto. Oh, my gosh. That beautiful, beautiful man. Um, <laughs> he's perform. So, Blas Canto. What, I, I blended his first name and surname together. <laughs> Blas Canto. Oh, my goodness. What a song. Really sweet. So moving and emotional. Um, I believe uh, Miff and Joel mentioned that he was writing this song uh, at the time of when his father was ill. His father was like dying. At we, the yeah, time. yeah, yeah. It was it was like at the like at his deathbed, pretty much. 
Um, and so like, oh, that ballad just mm. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, my number two <laughs> is San Marino. <laughs> It was fun. <laughs> it was so I, much fun. I am not surprised to see that <laughs> in your top five. <laughs> I had a lot of fun watching their performance. And what a way to end the contest, to close it mm, off. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just to keep the vibes going, yes. keep the celebration going. And it's just, it was, it was just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And do you know what, Fulia? I absolutely get where you're coming from. Yeah. Because I have to say, I think Cyprus and San Marino were perfect choices and I know it's a draw. It wasn't like anything strategic. Yeah. But the way it panned out, perfect bookends. Mm, for definitely. The sh- for, mm. for, 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 the, for the entire contest. Definitely. I, I, I agree. Uh, so, uh, Sand Hit got my adrenalina rushing. <laughs> <laughs> she went there. I yeah. went there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that is my number two. And my number one favorite song of the contest was Switzerland. Okay. John Tears. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What a lovely young man. He's such a sweet voice. Mm. Um, very strong as well. So that ballad just, oof, mm. yeah. give me chills. Yeah. I loved it. The it whole great. staging and the performance of it was really, really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that uh, a little bit of his, um, background. The one thing that popped into my head because from last year's package, mm. we'll say, um, was the fact that he's a bit of a bookworm. Oh, cute! It's really, really cute mm. to see that he actually has a little sh- like shed, sort of out in his backyard mm. where he goes to do his songwriting uh, or read a book or anything like that. And it was just so nice. So nice to see that and then to see him perform with such great voice. Um, So that is my number one favorite song from the contest. Mm. Uh, Some honorable mentions. I will say uh, Malta, Destiny, my Mm -hmm. goodness. What a voice. Such a strong, strong voice. Mm. Um, A winner of the uh, junior Eurovision. Yeah. Um, and rightfully so. What a voice. Mm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, my heart goes out to UK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Poor James. James Newman. <laughs> a wonderful performer. A wonderful spirit. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed Embers. Embers was good. It was a good Oh, can I be controversial and say it was my least favorite far and away? Really? <laughs> yeah, See, I didn't like it. It uh, wasn't my least favorite. I, didn't I like it. actually liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's I a fine, it. fine performer, yeah. but compared to everyone else, okay. yeah, it wasn't, yeah. No, I, I understand, but, but my heart bled for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh Little my goodness, bit. he was robbed. Absolutely. Okay, um, I wouldn't go that far. Go well, that. <laughs> I, I don't mean that he was like top five quality, yeah. but he still had a good song. His voice is really good too. Um, it, it was a nice dance pop song. Mm. So it's probably why I liked it. I mean, the horns were cool. Yeah. yeah. So that was, it was, it was, a, it was a fun performance for him and good on him for just taking the zeros <laughs> on the chin on the chin you yeah. kind of have to well yeah. because we watched the broadcast via SBS yes and uh, one of the wonderful hosts Miff had said that she feels like it's becoming this sort of inside gag or inside thing to be you know very 
to give low scores or no scores at all to the UK. And it's probably a bit mean-spirited. And I agree. If it's intentional, it's mean. But if the song is shit house, then you deserve it, no yeah. matter where you're from. Yeah. Look, I may have gotten a little enjoyment seeing it in the UK. <laughs> Get zero. A little? You know? just, just a little. You know, I, I just got a little enjoyment out of it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they made it a point in the Eurovision movie to yes. not give points to the UK. <laughs> yeah. What a running joke. Um, and my, I'm going to give one more honorable mention to Iceland. Yadi. Yeah. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, they're a fun group. Mm. Their their um, their genre of music is so cool. It's got that kind of like '90s, early 2000s sort of electro pop vibes. Um, and just the, the way that they all come together with their same jumpers that uh-huh. match yep. because, and the, the eight bit faces of themselves on their jumpers is just really cute. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Um, one little tidbit I will mention, uh, Daddy has some family members in their group. Mm. Um, so the lead singer, his wife, and I, I'm not sure if it's, the lead singer's sister or the um, the wife's sister. sister, but it's a bit of a family affair, Cute. which is really cool. Um, so definitely giving them a big shout out as yeah. well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So with our top five songs and performances out of the way, it's time to get into the controversial side of this contest. Yes. Which we did mention a few little bits uh, during our top fives. Wayne. Yes. What were your thoughts on whatever happened that you thought was very controversial? Well, Australia wasn't in the grand well, final. That is a controversial. So if you all thought that it was controversial Australia being in the contest to begin with... Not being in the grand final at all is a, is a bigger uh, atrocity, I think. Yes. A bigger controversy. Yeah. So I felt that. Mm-hmm. Um, look, Malta was robbed, right? Like, that's, <laughs> that's a controversy for me. Like, the jury votes were there and they were brilliantly reflected, but the people just did not respond. And to be honest, no. I don't get it. I, yeah. like, I just think it's such a great song. Now, obviously, mm. you know, Kendall and I, you, you and I put put Malta at number one yep. and fair enough if you know Europe and Australia doesn't agree with that again perfectly yeah. fine mm-hmm. but just the low number of points I don't yeah. think reflects yeah. the quality of that song um, you know good on the Australian jury for giving Malta 12 points I thought that was pretty amazing um, but you know public was a bit down wasn't it yeah <laughs> very surprising yeah it was a little bit down but look that's okay. Um, but look, overall, it wasn't an overly controversial production this time around. Like, the grand final wasn't that controversial, I don't think. I think even considering what was happening in the world, I feel like Eurovision kept it together. Any controversies or gripes really came down to personal taste more than anything. Mm, yeah. You know, so I, I feel like, though, that I would have, you know, loved to have seen... Um, some more deserving contenders get more points. Um, yeah. Some could argue some controversies that are there as the voting blocks as well. Um, I'll, I'll let <laughs> you talk about Greece. But, you know, some traditional mates 
didn't vote for each other this time round. So that was quite yeah. interesting. So I wouldn't necessarily call it a controversy, but a bit of a surprise. Definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, how about you all? Anything um, jump well, out? I don't really have too much to, to add. Um, I mean, I kind of agree mm. that there were uh, a lot of countries that uh, got snubbed by the public. Mm. Um, it was so, so interesting. I don't know if, how normal this is for Eurovision, but to have like the first four or five teams that were teams countries rather that were read out mm. um received zero from the public i'm like yeah. i don't know how common that is but it felt wrong yeah not very yeah not very common i would have to say yeah um so we had what spain germany and the united kingdom all yeah. Got zero. yeah and yeah. the netherlands and the netherlands, and the netherlands too. yeah all got zero all got zero so yeah um, very very surprising because mm. uh, yeah i mean look they definitely weren't as good as the bigger the bigger countries mm. like the you know the the other ones that were kind of made their top five or top ten mm. but i mean netherlands were good like the, i mentioned them i gave them honorable mention for a reason yeah. I, thought, I thought they brought it brought something really cool so i was surprised to see them not get any votes um yeah I, and i definitely wasn't expecting you know it to end the way it did yeah um yeah. because you know with the the jury votes going the way they were going you know it was was it going to be france or is it switzerland mm. and, and it's so so it's really interesting for me to to learn just how much the public vote kind of swings the results yeah um so so that's cool um but yeah no there weren't any you know controversies i mean madonna was you know not not allowed in europe this year so <laughs> because of you know well not because of the pandemic but just because yeah, just, just because, because just because, because of last time um we have long memories oh yeah yeah we do we don't let that shit go i yeah <laughs> i may be a newbie to eurovision but boy i'm t- <laughs> oh, you ain't no fool no, nope. <laughs> I ain't no fool. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's good good to see. A, I I think for a year, like the last for the last twelve months, to have been what it was. Yeah. Um, for it to come back this year, and with all pretty much all the artists that would have performed, and um, and you know, for it to just be pretty much you know without controversy, mm. really, without any political you know statements or or you know things in that of that nature um which was i, th- I felt was going to happen but it yeah. didn't so i think it's it's good to see that everyone was just really focusing on the, the fact that they were lucky enough to be there and yeah. this was yeah. lucky enough to go ahead this it was year. refreshing very yeah. refreshing it's actually refreshing yeah yeah 100 yeah. yeah. uh cannot agree more um but yeah controversies the main controversy for me was definitely the fact that the first four countries that were read out yeah. got no votes at all, yeah, yeah. which sucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, especially, my gosh, jury not jury and tally votes zero for the UK. Yeah. So no points at all for them. Poor James. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just I was. <laughs> I was stunned, even though I laughed at the same time. It, it was amusing. <laughs> <laughs> and his reaction was just beautiful. It was amazing. It was. Just the yeah. way that they turned around and saw him. Mm. And he's just like, you know what? Screw this. I'm here. I got to perform. Yeah. And the whole idea of this is if you're in the grand final, you're all winners regardless. Because yeah. mm. you made it that far. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. James and got the wooden spoon and he held yeah. it up high. Yeah, Good he on did. Him, and he got yeah. all of the support from all of the performers yeah. in the yeah. green room, which was amazing yeah. to see. Um, and the, the no surprise was the Greece and Cyprus voting. In no. The, in yeah. the, <laughs> especially when... <laughs> Especially when they they went to the um, the representative of Cyprus, yeah. and the guy 
before he even mentioned his 12 points was going to grace the audience <laughs> and he was like don't be surprised grace <laughs> yeah. with love we, we love, love you yeah. great <laughs> which that. was um that that was a that was a good little uh, laugh that yeah. we got out of that one <laughs> um one other controversy i will say uh, San Marino, come on, like they got a, a bit robbed in points <laughs> from from public and jury. Yeah, uh, I feel like they deserved a lot more compared to that. Yeah, poor um, flow rider. Oh <laughs> my goodness! Uh, you know, thirty seven points from mm. the total jury votes, and then only thirteen from the public. Like, yeah. come on, they yeah. ended it with a party. Why would you anyway? Yeah. <laughs> well, look, my, my my one reason I could think of is that. Maybe maybe a, the the song is a little dated because like I don't know I mean it's good party vibes a good dance mm. like, yeah but like the fact that you've got Flo Rida who was huge ten years ago <laughs> yeah. and like, especially this um you know the the Latino like Spanish influence kind of dance I feel like oh it's probably huge in Europe still but like outside of Europe for me like it was you know it was huge like mm. ten years ago yeah. so I don't know maybe that has anything to do with it possibly but, but it was still a very good performance so it I, definitely yeah. was I am definitely surprised it didn't get as many votes as it, yeah. as it should have probably yeah all right so let's get into the results yeah yes. now that we've mentioned them mm-hmm. yes. uh, so Wayne. Yes. What are your thoughts on the result? <laughs> this was edge of the seat stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the jury votes going out. I thought that that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But the nuts and bolts is when you've got the public votes. Yeah. You know, I've already mentioned how Malta got robbed mm-hmm. yeah. from the public vote. We're expecting at least three digits from you all, but yeah. it did not happen. But it's it's intense. Yes. Uh, and it's yeah. It it was so played out. It was played out so well. By, yeah. by the hosts. Even by yeah. the public. <laughs> like the whole public conspired to give us this intense delivery. Yeah. I feel. One of the things I love about the public votes is how much they do impact the final ladder. Definitely. Case in point, Finland. Yes. <laughs> and the camera cutting to all of these different countries like France and so forth, and everyone collectively going, What? Wow. Where, yeah. where did that come from? <laughs> I loved it. I love moments like that. Yeah. I love it because it really makes it unpredictable. Definitely. So before they introduce this split reveal, because the voting has always been the same. It's always been 50% jury, 50% public. Yeah. So these numbers, regardless of how they were to reveal it, were always going to be these numbers yes. anyway, right? Mm-hmm. But now we see the ladder changing, and I think it just adds to the intensity as mm. well. Mm-hmm. It's also an interesting insight into how music professionals the industry reacts to music yes compared to how consumers react to music so Mm -hmm. i always find that really interesting yes but that final was just wonderful like the three of us were on the edge of our seats especially when it came down to the final three of italy france and switzerland yeah who was going to make it Mm -hmm. and yeah, it was just so beautifully intense, especially when it came down to Italy and Switzerland. Yeah, 100%. I just thought that was—that's what you want. Like that's the contest, right? Yeah, and the, definitely. And the way it was drawn out was just so perfect. Those poor kids from Italy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know what mental torture looks like, 
just watch them. Yeah. Those poor kids. Whereas, you know, the young chap from Switzerland was just like, I've already won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was so calm. <laughs> Whereas, you know, the, the, this gorgeous group from Italy are like, no, nah, we're still wet behind the ears. This means a lot. And I'm glad. Like, I was really happy. I preferred Italy song over Switzerland. Okay. So when that was out, I was... I was quite happy with it. I, yeah. you know, I love the aesthetic. I love that they did something different. Yeah. But it was still commercial enough. Mm, you know, mm. it was this gorgeous glam rock, glam metal type thing. And I think yeah. that that's kind of cool. Again, it fits in with Eurovision, uh, but it's still a little bit different. It's still a little bit out of the box. Yeah, it definitely so, is. Yeah. yeah. So I think just the reading of the results is always a highlight. It's a thing I always love. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like the songs are, um, are you know, supplementary for me. <laughs> My enjoyment of music. Like, what, there was music? No, I just want to see the, re- the results and the reveal. Definitely. Um, but again, it was intense. For me, there was no clear winner throughout. I had no idea who was going to win. Mm-hmm. Italy's whopping public votes of like over 300. 318 points. No one saw that coming. No. Like, no one absolutely saw yeah. that coming. No. So, I think that that was fantastic. Yeah. And again, that's what makes the, the reveal um, so exciting to watch. It's, you know... I mean, Eurovision is a sport, really, isn't it? It's, <laughs> and it's in, an endurance test. Yeah. It's almost four hours <laughs> to get to that point. And you know what? The announcement of the winner is always worth it. I feel like I go, you go, it's always worth the endurance mm. of your vision because mm-hmm. some years they're a bit, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, but this year overall, uh, I think everything just came together so well. So I think that the, that really close finale between Italy, France and Switzerland really made it even worth it even more. Like it was just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, just that ending was amazing. It was so intense. <laughs> Incredible. Especially when Italy skyrockets yeah. up with that score. Again, no one saw that coming. It was mm. ridiculous. Where mm. did you pull that from? Public? Yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah. But yeah, but that's kind of my thoughts. Um, a very muddled and jumbled way of articulating <laughs> yeah. my thoughts. But, you know. Kendall. Yes. My turn. Well, yeah, I mean, you kind of took the words out of my mouth. Like, I, what, I, it takes me back to my, you know, days of watching Australian Idol or American Idol. <laughs> yeah. Watching, watching the results come in and watching them read out, you know, who's, mm. who's through and who's going to win and all this stuff. Like, that tension. Yeah. And I think Eurovision does it in such a really cool way. Like, because there are so many countries that have to first deliver their jury votes mm. and then you have to go through so many countries... Of, of you know reading out the, their public votes like it just amps up yeah. the more you go along and it's like you said as soon as you get those votes from the public come in and you don't know where they're going to go and then it's just this massive whopping number for a country you were not expecting it's like holy crap yeah. yeah like yeah when it happened happened to finland and then when it happened to ukraine as well like mm-hmm. it was it's like oh okay all right we're playing I, yeah we're we're here too guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so that's so that's a lot of fun i love the I love the tension and and I love the anticipation. Like the hosts do such a good job, I think, of of really just drawing it out and like giving everyone time to just slip even further (laughs) on the edge of their seat, you know, as as far on the edge as they could be. Um, And yeah, and to see the reaction live from um, the performers themselves. Mm. Um, It's so funny, interesting, especially because like you said with Italy, like the fact that... (laughs) That they, you know, during the the reading of all the votes, like they started off being this, you know, 
true rock star kind yeah. of like kids like didn't give a shit they were on their phones like <laughs> it was just glorious and they were just so like yeah we're here to we're here to get, here to get drunk and, yeah. and be rock stars whatever and then as soon as it looks like they're gonna win <laughs> they're holding each other and their tears are coming down yeah. there was not I a, loved it there was not a there was not a phone or an alcoholic beverage no, in sight no <laughs> suddenly they were like their 10 year old selves in their bedroom like mm-hmm. watching Eurovision and dreaming of this moment sort of thing it was uh, it was one, great one of the band members turned to stone he, he did so he sweet. did no expression whatsoever no, he even was after they won even after, yeah he was <laughs> like done mullet yeah he was like catatonic almost. yeah like, and he was just and the rest of them were all like uh, there was this one great shot that they that they got with hit that guy in yeah. the foreground and in the background the rest of the band is all in tears holding each other up yeah and he's just like crouched down on the ground with his hands yes. like on I can't believe what just happened. We've actually yeah. done it. We've actually it. Done it was it. such a beautiful moment. It was. It was it a was. gorgeous yeah. moment. It yeah. was. It was. Um, yeah. And look, the uh, you know the team, the the country. I keep saying teams. The countries that didn't win, they did. You know, so they were gracious in defeat. Everyone. And, yeah. Like you know, there was no no sour pusses, no sour no. grapes, uh, which is which is great. They all to came see. together and hugged the the winning. Yeah, yeah that was really cool at the end to see. They're to all see huddled all the together. Other, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really really nice. Like that's what I really yeah. The, yeah. The, the cool thing I'm picking up about Eurovision is just yeah the way that they all seem to support and lift each other up that's what true artists should do yeah Yeah. and I feel like that's the vibe of Eurovision the performers the producers the host countries and the fans the audience it's Mm. very community orientated Mm. it's very supportive Mm -hmm. there's I don't know like yeah there are you know maybe countries that you don't particularly like or there are songs that you don't particularly like or artists you don't agree with but when it just comes to that moment it just feels like everyone's there for one another mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know what i mean we yeah. saw that when the uk got zero you know got the double zero we, yeah. we saw that level of support anyway yeah um, and then we saw it when italy won yeah yeah know? and then everything in between was it's lovely it's lovely yeah. i gotta i gotta say one more thing before i wrap up my thoughts on the results but just again malta mm. got completely robbed i yeah. don't know what the public were thinking because yeah. you I, felt it in the room as well you really the room did really thought um, destiny was going to do a lot better, better. She, yeah. Yeah. she did like she was outstanding mm. um just a phenomenal performance and she got so many you know jury votes yeah um so it's just such a surprise like I'm, you know i'm it, i mean i guess it's fine that she didn't win just because i i guess you know some of the other countries they did seem to do a little bit better yeah. in terms of the reception. Yeah. But I just was not expecting the, yeah. the public to vote so low because mm. the contrast between the, the public vote to the yeah. jury vote is just too too big of a gap for me. And UK, I, at least you were consistent. Yeah. <laughs> they kept the ratio going. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, very disappointed for, for Destiny. Um, but, you know, her time will come, I'm sure. Absolutely. Oh, look, she, she was already a junior Eurovision winner yeah. and yeah. just being able to participate in the big Eurovision Song Contest is just huge. A, a huge, huge feat for her. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's a, it's good exposure for everyone, yes. regardless of where you place. Very and I think true. especially if you make it to the grand final. Very yeah. true. It's good every, exposure. Everyone watches the grand final. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I, yeah, I, I pretty much got the same thoughts as mm. both of you. The results, uh, I was on the edge of my seat mm. till the end uh, the moment that, you know, Finland got their 218 points, I was like, oh, oh that yeah. Was yeah, it was wow, where did that come from? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Ukraine comes in with 267 <laughs> points. Yeah. And that, 
that girl, the lead singer, in tears yeah. because of how much Aww. she felt loved. It was yes. so sweet. So good. Um, but I, I agree that Malta definitely mm. deserved a lot more, a mm. lot more public votes. Mm-hmm. Um, Iceland, <laughs> I love you, Iceland. You need you you definitely needed to be like top three. Yeah. Um, and oh my gosh, like I have to admit, France did have a lovely song. It was great. It was really nice. Yeah. It's done well. Very well. V- very classic French. Yeah. I yeah. really like well, that. Well, that's what like Myth said, like Edith Edith Piaf. Right? Yeah. Like completely, like a modern day Edith Piaf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And sure. so I'm not surprised that she ended up second. Mm. Um, I'm surprised that she didn't win, mm. but second is still a great accomplishment for her. Absolutely. Um, and apparently she was asked to do Eurovision quite a few times in the past Um, and so this time around she decided to say yes and if she had participated in the previous year maybe she could have won yeah Yeah, maybe but we'll never know I mean that top five is so close like the numbers is so close yeah Yeah. Yeah. definitely you know we've got Ukraine uh, coming in number five with 364 points Uh, in number four Iceland with 378 points Switzerland at number three with 432 points. Uh, France uh, in second place with 499 points. And Italy with a whopping 524 points to take out the crown of Eurovision 2021. Absolutely. What an amazing show. Yeah. I love Eurovision. I love watching it every year. (laughs) So much fun. It's so good. This is the main reason why a lot of people... And Australians, yeah. my goodness, like in the, in the past, how long that we were able to watch the Eurovision Song Contest mm. being broadcast here on SBS. Yeah. Uh, like, you, I think Europe is surprised at how many fans there are here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a sort of ongoing joke that the only country in the world that takes Eurovision seriously is Australia. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, Europe just joins in for the fun of it. They yeah. don't put too much stock in it. Whereas Australia's like, nah. <laughs> we're, su- we're super we serious, We are guys. serious about this We are thing. not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Our international listeners are looking up that meaning right now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But you know what? It doesn't matter what the results are, win or lose for anyone, it is the best song contest of any contest that I have ever watched. <laughs> yeah. It's um, fun. It just it the performances that they put on, the lighting show, I wanna be there. Yeah. One yeah. day I wanna travel <laughs> to yeah. one of the winning countries yep. and actually be there and experience that atmosphere. Oh, absolutely. Like imagine mm. just feeling that crowd going crazy for all the performances. Yeah. yeah. I mean like some of the Eurovision grand finals have been questionable in the past years. But when it gets it right, it really gets it right. Definitely. And this year it got it right for me. Yeah. I thought it was it yeah. was a phenomenal effort. And again, just a welcome return. You know. Let's not take Eurovision for granted ever again, people. <laughs> no. <laughs> definitely not. Oh my goodness. Uh let's uh let's get wrapped up over here. <laughs> it's now the end. 
of the 2021 Eurovision Song Contest. No. <laughs> we'll be back for another year. Oh my goodness. Wayne yes. Kendall, thank yes. you so much. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to talk Eurovision. Always yeah, a pleasure. Yes, a we need to do this again yes. next year. We and we absolutely will. 100%. Maybe with some live reactions. Who knows? Maybe. We shall see. Maybe. Um, but with that, I'm a Fulia. I'm a Wayne. And I'm a Kendall. And we'll see you at Eurovision 2022 in Italy. Hey! Yay! See you there. <laughs>